Hey everybody, this is Mike Wardrop from Encounter Church Adelaide and thanks so much for tuning into our podcast. Our prayer is that through this podcast, you can have an encounter with Jesus that will change your life. And now get ready for an inspiring message from our preaching team. My name is Mike, I'm one of the pastors here at Encounter and uh, I just want to share a brief message with you about the message of the cross or at least one of the messages it brings us. Because there is a message in the cross that is profound and and deep, and and I'll get to that. But there's also a very simple message of isolation to be found in the cross. There's a message of loneliness, because there's never been an isolation quite like the one experienced by Jesus on the cross. But there's still a deep isolation felt by us today, isn't there? A disconnection, a separation, a sense of loneliness. One in four Australians every week say they're lonely. They are lonely every single week. 30% of us report not having a group of friends. 40% of Australian adults live with no other adult company. That is, they either live by themselves or they live as single parents. There is a lot of loneliness happening in our culture. In the UK, it's so prevalent that their parliament appointed a loneliness minister, which sounds like a joke, but I promise you they actually did that. This is how serious it is. Sociologists believe it is one of the great epidemics of our time. There is a deep loneliness in the world right now. And people, we're disconnecting from other people. And we're doing it in a way that is threatening, like I said, to become an epidemic in our culture. We are isolating ourselves from one another. We build walls, we erect fences, we lock doors, we bar windows, we filter friend requests. Our community has become insular. Our friendship's shallower. And as a result, the footprint our soul is leaving on this earth feels lesser, smaller, weaker than it was before. Are we even noticed? Would people know if we were gone? Behind all of this, though, the separation, the lack of community is something much deeper. There's an existential depth to the problem of loneliness. A hole in our very self that Pascal famously called a God-shaped hole. It's a puncture that is unfillable by purchases or popularity or property or people. It is the void from which we cry out the deepest questions of life. From where we ask ourselves, am I seen? Am I understood? Am I really, am I truly, am I known by others? What do we do with this? What do we do with an isolation of the mind and of the body and the soul? Because it's never as simple as saying, get some more friends or get out more. And some of you in this room, you're feeling this right now. You came tonight and you're in a crowd, but you came wondering why you feel so alone. And like so much else, Jesus went before us in all of this. In the Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus sat with his closest friends. Yet, as we heard tonight, he was desperately alone. In the temple courtyard, he was surrounded by the priests, the elders, the servants, the onlookers, yet denied by his closest friend in his moment of isolation. But on the cross, on the cross was a different kind of isolation altogether. It was a loneliness born from sacrifice. Shaped by obedience to God. 
completed by the total rejection of God. Because my friends, for the first time in the life of Jesus, the first and only time for Jesus, the one who loved and obeyed God in all things, God was fully absent. As the sin of humankind was taken on the shoulders of an innocent man, nailed to a tree, God took His leave and darkness fell. And so on that cross, the Son of God died, surrounded by onlookers, totally alone. You and I, we know what loneliness feels like, don't we? We know rejection. We understand it. We're familiar with it. And, and we might even know what some people call a dark night of the soul, a sense of the absence of God where our faith has been tested. And in our darkest moments where we feel separated from others and from God, maybe we don't know the physical pain, but we certainly, the stark loneliness of Jesus on the cross feels relatable. But in our isolation and in our misery, our sometimes self-imposed and sometimes forced loneliness, we can forget something. We can get so lost in our own sorrow, so lost in our own self-pity, that we lose track of something critically important. Critically important. We forget that the work that Jesus did on the cross is finished. It is finished. It is the finished work of Jesus. Now, what does that mean? It means the redeeming sacrifice of Jesus was the end of your isolation. Because He took our sin, the evil that separates us from God, because He took our sins on His shoulders, we are set free and brought near to God. Jesus was pierced for our transgressions and crushed for our iniquities. Punishment for our peace was on Him and it's by our wound, by His wounds that we are healed. We can spend, my friends, so much of our time asking God for the wrong things in prayer. To answer our prayers, to fulfil us in ways that we think will suit us. We can treat God like a genie. And when we rub a lamp, He'll come out and answer prayers for us. God, find me a partner. Find me a spouse. Find me more friends. Just, just make me feel less alone. But the finished work of the cross means that this has been done already. This work's been done. You're not alone. You're never alone. Jesus knew what you and I actually needed. That's the beauty of Jesus. We pray these ridiculous prayers and Jesus said, I know what you actually need. Let me get this. He knew that you and I were isolated and alone and separated from God because of our sin and shame. So for His own creation, for His own children, for the joy that lay before Him, He endured the cross, despising the shame of it so that you and I might be called children of God. Friends, the cross of Christ, that was where isolation went to die. It was where loneliness was found and crucified because it was where your sin was found and crucified, where your burdens, your brokenness, your lostness was found and crucified. The finished work of Jesus means that God will never, hear me, hear me, never be absent from your life. No matter what we feel, no matter the time we go through, God is not absent from your life. He is not a distant, disapproving deity. He is a present, passionate parent. His love has made the way for you to join with Him forever. Delighted in the presence of the Father, He has 
poured out His Holy Spirit on us all so that His presence would be in you now and forever. And He has enabled you to go on mission and share this message of love and hope with the whole world. But it begins and ends with the cross. It begins and ends with the cross. Jesus does cry out these deeply lonely words at the cross, echoing Psalm 22, when He says, My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? But He also cries out some important words later. It is finished. He says, it is finished. And He says, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. I commit my spirit. Your separation from God, my friends, ended on the cross. Ended on the cross. Far more than that, hear me, far more than that, the cause of your separation from God ended on the cross. The death of sin in the death of God. Jesus died bearing the weight of all your sins, past, present, and even better future, so that you have access to God forever. The work of the cross is finished, and that means your spiritual loneliness is finished. Pascal's whole is filled by the Spirit of God through the power and sacrifice of Jesus. You and I, we just need to do something really simple. And and I'm going to lead you in prayer in a moment in this. We need to do the same thing Jesus did. We need to say, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. All of who I am, I give to you. I give it to you. And so tonight, I I just want to take a moment for you to have a moment with God. We're just going to come into a time of prayer. We're going to rest in the presence of God for a second. And I just want to encourage you, whether it's your tradition or not, just close your eyes. Just be open to the idea that God is present and He wants to speak to you tonight. Father God, tonight, so many of us might have come here feeling dry, feeling even on this holy night, on this Easter weekend, distant from God. Tonight, Lord, would you refresh us? Would you help us to pray that same prayer that Jesus said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. Father, would you help us to put all our trust in you tonight? God, I pray that right now you are speaking to people in this room. You are blessing us. You are pouring out your grace and mercy. You are reminding us that because of the death of Jesus, we have forgiveness for sin now and forever. And so I proclaim the great words of Jesus. Your sins are forgiven. Your sins are forgiven. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We move, um, my friends, from this time into another sacred time, a time called communion. Communion is the full antidote to our loneliness as well. It's in that it's literally communing with God, being in union with God. When we take communion, we participate in this beautiful word, word koinonia, which is a Greek word, and, and, and it means this, this intimate brotherhood and sisterhood, this community, this fellowship of God. When we take communion, we are joined together spiritually with Christ and with millions of believers around the globe and with the saints throughout history. It is deeply powerful. Communion is the great equaliser. 
the great equaliser, because we all come exactly the same. We all come together as repentant sinners before the table of the Lord. We come with humble hearts. We come with gentle spirits that seek the presence of God. We gather around one table, one table, a symbol of unity in Christ. The communion table makes sisters out of strangers and brothers out of neighbours. Tonight we share this meal together as a symbol of the friendship we have, sisters and brothers in Christ together. Many years ago, on the night that Jesus was betrayed, He shared the Passover meal with His followers. And while they were eating, Jesus took bread. And when He had given thanks, He broke it. And gave it to His disciples. And said, take eat. This is my body given for you. Then he took a cup and when he had given it to them, given thanks, when he had given thanks, he gave it to them saying, drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. I tell you, I will not drink from this fruit of the vine from now on until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. And so today we do the same. We gather around the table. We partake of the bread. We drink of the cup. We participate in the death of Jesus, joining in communion with our God and with our brothers and sisters in Christ. Can you see how in this moment, loneliness is dead? We are so fully with Jesus. Thanks so much for listening. We'd love to hear from you. For more information and resources, please check out our website, encounteradelaide.com.au. And don't forget to leave us a rating and review on your podcast provider. Have an amazing day. God bless.